Welcome to Adults Only Comedy Berlin. Today we have Paris Tutera. Hi, everybody. Hello. Welcome. Yes, well, I am saying welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I love it when people do that. Yeah, yeah. I'm just... Yes, welcome to someone else's podcast. Yes, yes. welcome to Anna's podcast. Um, this is lovely. Thank you for having me, Anna. It's fucking 1st of May. Yes. And for some reason, instead of being out where the people are, we just decided, let's come fucking... Is it South? South, South, South. Neukölln. In, a, in the fucking projects and record this in your kitchen. Yes, at 8 p.m. At, at 8 like prime party time. Yeah, everyone's dancing. I literally left. You know when like when people leave their houses in Berlin and you're like, oh, everyone's hot here. Mm-hmm. Like I, I got like 52 erections just walking to your place from Kreuzberg. Oh, really? Yeah. Fuck, I love Berlin. I, I was know. talking. I was talking to a comedian um, yesterday. At lunch. You talk to other comedians? I talk to a comedian. Oh my God. Isn't that crazy? I'll name him. His name is Sid Singh. You know Sid? Yeah. yeah. You know Sid. And we were talking about um, like having a city where you do well in. Yeah. Like, And he says his city is Vienna. Every time he's in Vienna. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Sid. I don't know. He um, was like, he's like artistic girl, art girls, artistic women he meets, intellectuals. And it's where he always, he always manages to get laid. I'll say this also because Sid is a little bit of a square. So I a think. A little bit is. That's really generous. That's very generous. Yeah. So I think also Berlin, it's actually, I, I, I relate to that because I think anywhere, if you go elsewhere, mm. you're automatically cooler than you are in Berlin. Ah, but he's not based in Berlin, but Berlin's yeah. def- definitely not a city. No, Berlin <laughs> is not a city where you can be cool. No, you can't be cool in Berlin. Like, if I was, like, wearing the outfit I'm wearing today in mm. any other city, I'd mm. be feeling like that bitch. In yeah. Berlin, I'm like, I'm all like, right. Yeah, totally, yeah. <laughs> totally. Oh my god, I have to show you. I like I got this amazing um skirt and little top that's basically like a Barbie's um but ba- like a Barbie costume and it's like um what's the it's like a plastic um shiny plastic. Oh yes, yes, I love pink, that shit. Hot pink shiny plastic. Oh my god. Zip up the front zip on the um actually i think and it's just like a tube top and i'm so excited to do comedy in it in summer like it's just gonna be oh yeah like i might i might be able to feel cool in it i think you will i might be able to like because also around comedy people mm. it's all very easy it's oh, all yeah. it's like <laughs> it's so arrogant it, but it's, yeah it's like being in vienna all of a sudden <laughs> You're like, oh my god, yeah, everyone's such a fucking square in here that this outfit really works. And then you leave the comedy club and go to the bar next door and you're like, okay, Okay. back to reality. Right. Yeah. Yeah, but like comedians aren't really styling. Yeah, they're not. Really not. Like, no, I love them, but you know, I suppose it's not about the style, It's not. (laughs) But in the beginning I got, because you know, like a bunch of like old school comics always Mm. talk about like, don't fucking wear shit on stage and distract the audience from what you're saying. And in the beginning, I'm like, oh, maybe I just wear, like, a T-shirt and pants. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's fucking ridiculous. That's advice from, like, 50-year-old white men. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to take it, you idiot. Like, that's not a... That has nothing to do with me. How does it, like, how does it benefit anybody? Like, you're... The thing is, and I used to, you know, and um, a lot of female comics talk about, you know, like, um, certain certain uh, outfits giving you bad luck on stage. Like, um, yeah. Freddie once said, you know, if I wear... Um, I'm just I'm just checking myself because I've just referred to two different people. Yeah. That everybody to the, in this like that listens to this podcast maybe maybe knows, and I'm re- like repeating things that they've said, but they're things that are not controversial in any way. Yeah, and we're I not exposing anyone for like we're talking right. about fashion on the stage for fuck's sake. Exactly, yeah. and like having your city, and, yeah. and it's great that Sid has a city, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Sid, we fucking love you. If you can get pussy anywhere, we support it. <laughs> 
<laughs> but um, but uh, Freddie was saying that if she ever wears a floral dress, she's yeah. gonna bomb because she looks too feminine. So she mm. always feels. I'm like, I think I think it really comes down to confidence. Yeah. If you're dressed to f- and you feel like you, you know, the audience might judge you, and they're always gonna judge you. But like, they're gonna judge you more for what's coming out of your mouth than what you're wearing. A hundred percent. I think all of it is how what you're wearing makes you feel on stage totally. rather than how people perceive you. Because I think yeah. also the reality is yeah. the moment you say your first joke, people forget your appearance or yeah. what you're like. It's because I get the same with like sometimes like when I, I'm wearing like some really like cute outfits mm-hmm. and I get up on stage, especially I, what happens a lot of times, which I like and hate some a little bit mm. is that. You know, a bunch of, like, dudes will go up on stage, mm. and then I go up on stage, and, like, everyone's like, oh, like, everyone gets a little bit more queer and, like, yas. <laughs> they're, like, sometimes, like, they're excited, like, oh, that's a cute out- outfit, and, blah, and there's, like, an energy, and but yeah. then you say your first joke, and then resets the entire room. Yeah. And then, what you like, it has nothing to do with... With what you're wearing. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. It's really, it's it's a pure confidence game. And I also like um, another comedian, Amelia Jane Hunter. I'm just going to, there's three people that I've mentioned. Um, shout out. Uh, yeah, yeah. Shout outs. Um, one of the greatest pieces of advice she ever gave me or just like a comment was like, when you're on the stage, it's, you're, perf- you're a performer. You know, like bring that sense of occasion to how you dress, how you how you stand there. And um, and so, yeah, I've become like, you know, you look at your your cohort of people and you're like, if you compare yourself to what other comedians are doing, yeah, you're going to feel self-conscious. But if you're at first, but if you just get comfortable dressing the way that, you know, yeah, makes you feel you. And I think like a big part of it is like if you make too much of an effort to dress up because it's a show, mm. it, that can be a, a weird thing. Mm. But I think with, with, I don't know, for me, for example, it's like I dress the same way that I dress outside and yeah. sometimes it's over the top and sometimes it's subtle. Yeah. But it, it's, so it's like a natural, you know, like if you think about it too much, we are like, I'm going up on stage, I have to mm. dress up or down than yeah. what I am. It doesn't quite work as well because you just overthinking it you're overthinking it and you're it's not about expressing you it's about somehow pleasing who you think is going to see you from the stage but i do but i feel like makeup like i i started wearing makeup again more because of comedy um eventually yeah just like stage photo oh that's it i did a whole year where i basically wore no makeup yeah. i don't know I, I fluctuate on that but if i for example i also fluctuate on makeup yeah, 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 yeah like if i'm not going out like as in if i'm not um going up on stage the problem is that i seldom i'm not going up on stage you know so like yeah but if i'm going well, yeah. out and i'm not going on stage <laughs> do i wear makeup and the answer is Yes, I, I still wear makeup. And so yeah. it's, it's because I'm going up, you know, I'm going up quite a bit and I'd like to look nice. So I'm starting to wear makeup more often because I'm wearing it more often in my normal life. Anyway, anyway. okay, I've analyzed that. That's yeah, good yeah, to yeah. know. Excellent. Okay, makeup and dress up, part one. Um, I think this is the first thing that Tara, another comedian, we talked about. What am I doing? What is this? What is this? <laughs> We Are talked you, a lot about that as well. I, I think what's happening is it's May 1st and we want to be around people. Yeah. But, so like, we have friends here. They're yeah, so we're just referring to other people this whole podcast. It's like, why are, is it just me in Paris in my apartment? <laughs> 9 p.m. on May 1st. Right. This is sad. This is, this is, it's an interesting choice. No, it's a great choice. I was actually right. really happy to, you yeah. know, do the podcast with you and have a bit of wine and, and talk our dirty stuff. So we, we, we went partied out, partied out. That's not we, an expression. We, we 
potted out last we night. We potted our asses off last night. <laughs> I'm going to start saying potty out. Potty out. Oh, let's potty out. Let's potty out. Yeah. Tonight, you know? like, yeah. Um, we potted out. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> last night. And um, we started talking about, um, oh, oh yeah, fun comedy. And like, you know, like people who, who drink, people who take drugs. Oh, yeah. And I think this is an interesting topic because, yeah, I have all of this like, oh, I spend so much time, I feel, on this podcast and, and with other people uh, justifying my, my party habits. Oh, I, I'm the right person for this podcast because I gave her a, a full fucking pass. Because to me, it's ridiculous. Because fucking Anna is like, I love that I turn to the computer. <laughs> yeah, this is who you're talking to. It's like, <laughs> like, not even the camera. Like, there's a camera there. But I turn to the Ableton session. Like, listen, you guys. This is what you need to hear. Anna's listens. No, because, like, you were, like, you were giving a lot of sort of, like, guilt last night about the fact, like, after a comedy show or, like, on a night out. Mm. It's like, should I just be going home and working more on my craft to progress? I'm like, you fucking psycho. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> No, like the whole point of doing anything, not just stand up, but like mm. any sort of performing arts is that, yeah, you work at your craft crazy, yeah. but the great thing about it is it's not an office job. And then afterwards you get to have fun. And then we're talking about the fact that all comedians now, like comedy is not fun anymore because mm. like 80s and 90s, 70s, 80s, 90s, like all the stories from mm-hmm. fucking like... I don't know, Robin Williams, like then Sam Kinison mm-hmm. and the house over the comedy store mm-hmm. where like, you know, have you heard like of these stories where like Mark Maron worked the door? Mm-hmm. He was like the head doorman at the comedy store. Yeah. And Mitzi gave him the keys to the house over the comedy store. Okay. I don't know this part. No. Where like he could live and a bunch of other comedians. And then when Kinison was performing, he would give like, uh, he would give Mark Maron like 5,000 bucks to get like booze and cocaine mm-hmm. and get the house ready so that everyone would go up after the comedy store. Oh my God. And then like Mark Maron was talking also about like Sam Kinison would always sleep at the floor. Like they had 10 beds and he, and he would always sleep on the floor. <laughs> and like everyone would just do co- like all these in- in- insane stories. Mm. And like now everyone has a podcast and they're talking, I'm like five years sober and I have, right. I'm reading this self-help book by Mary Jesus Weisman, who's like a clinical psychiatrist. And you're like, are you a comedian? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and I, you know, I did my year of sobriety and that was really a, like. That's that impressive. Was, that was like a, I wanted to see that I could do it. And Which I, year was it? 2020. I mean, valid. It was a good, it was a good, <laughs> it was, it was a, a good choice. Year yeah, it was a good choice. Oh my God. Like no social pressure. None. Um, at the same time, people might uh, jump quickly to oh, 2020 easy. But mm-hmm. I could I could argue that I might mm-hmm. be more not, not that I would ever do it, no. at least yet. But I, I think I might be more able to do it on an active year than a uh, everything shut down year. Yeah, a lot of people have actually a lot of people's first reaction to me saying 2020 is oh my god that year like are you <laughs> like what. How were you even having fun? Yeah. I was like, well, yeah. well, well <laughs> was fun lot, was limited. It's a lot of self-reflection <laughs> and a lot of online content creation. You know, yeah. I was really, um, but it was, it was really great. And the thing is having done it and then the whole process of reintegrating drugs and alcohol, because, you know, before I did that, like the main reason why I did it was because I wanted to stop smoking weed. And that I succeeded. Mm, that's a great thing to stop. Weed is out. But it's funny, like, it's funny (laughs) that we have, yeah, there's so many different opinions around it because it's like, for a lot of people, weed is a really harmless, 
helpful drug. At least that's how they talk about it. But for me, it was like, I love being stoned. And even when someone bakes me like a, like I'll eat, I'll eat weed. When someone bakes me weed cookies now, when I eat them, I'm like, I could just do this all the time. You know, it's Mm. like, like I love being stoned so much that I want to do it. Like it's one of those drugs that it's like, because you could do it all the time. Right. I would do it all the time. I think the reason I, I mean, I don't hate it. I'm just, uh, on the sort of like I'm in the brink of like having an anti-weed bit Uh so I'm just trying to like process my anger because here's the thing is that obviously like I'm fucking pro every substance meaning like in an ideological way I think my thing with weed is I can see myself enjoying being stoned and like dissociating from everything but I equate all my and very consciously as well uh, like every sort of high or tipsiness or drunkenness to a social thing yeah like i've always equated me getting in any way under the influence of anything with people yeah and weed makes me want to fucking headbutt people and just hide in a corner by myself weed makes me like i like my solitude anyway yeah all the time like i i obviously i'm I'm an extrovert and i love being around people but i really enjoy my solitude but weed it's like I, then you start resenting being around people. A hundred percent. And that's my, not. That's my thing. Like, weed around yeah. people, like, in five minutes, I'm like, I want you all to disappear. I want to be naked and eat ice cream right now. Yeah. So and much ice. ice. So much ice cream. Oh, man. I think stopping smoking weed, I th- th- that was, that yeah. got me just so much healthier in my habits. Like, I, I'm not a binge eater ever. Like, I've got a very, I don't want to say it too um, What's your extremely. go-to ice cream? Oh, when I was a stoner, like Ben and Jerry's was just, it's just... It's so expensive to maintain that habit of... I know. I just go for I the know. knockoff to euro shit. Oh, no, I need the quality. Like, I need to... Yeah. Yeah, I need that... There's that some good... Insane levels of sugar and oh, all yeah. the things at once. And, like, if you're going to do it, you do it well. You know, yeah. I, I experimented I, with other brands. I have a sensitive palate. Exactly. I, you know what? If I'm going to treat myself, I'm going to do it right. Like... Fair. It's fair. It's fair. But I you would know. argue that I have half-price solutions that I actually enjoy more than Ben and Jerry's. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't buy ice cream anymore. Mm. <laughs> I'll eat the... Okay, so uh, in my nanny job, I'll, like, get a, an ice cream from the ice cream store with the kids yeah. in summer, like, on a daily basis. But it's, like, one scoop of ice cream. No, it's different. It's and also from, like, a gelateria, it's, yeah. it's like, a different... Exp- you don't feel like you're getting a vat of ice cream that you're eating by yourself oh, at home. The- it's like you're outside, beautiful people are buying ice cream in Prince Auerberg or whatever. There's sunlight, there's leaves, yeah. green leaves. It's the sunlight going through yeah. the leaves. There's children laughing and running around yeah. you. And you're like, I've had my one scoop and this is not a bad, like this is a, this is what was needed. Yeah, this is an artisanal product. Exactly. <laughs> and this is this is an artisanal, like I'm in Germany and look at these, yeah. like, look where I am. And this is what you should do. But yeah, like eating ice cream at home, Always feel sad. Mm. Hmm. I I think I've never reached the sad level. <laughs> Meaning, like, I think it's because I always get ice cream and just sort of, like, slowly, like, enjoy it. You know what, though? Yeah. Sorry, I just realized. The thing is, though, even when I was sober, ice cream... The thing is, when you're completely I love, sober... I love how you say sober, by the way. Sober. It it's sounds like, like a weapon. Sober. <laughs> I grab my sober. I grab my sober. <laughs> exactly. But even when I was like when I was so, when you're sober, you end up eating these because th- that's the only yeah the only Morris. like there's you've got you've got exercise and so I ended up <laughs> manically I, almost, I spit on you I think <laughs> you, didn't. you you call exercise a solution to sobriety I call yes. it a double down <laughs> well but that's the thing it's the only thing that changes how you feel true no that's right that's exercise fair. That's fair. Uh, masturbation yeah and eating 
are the only yeah. things that change how you feel. So, you know, when I was sober, I was still eating ice cream. But now that I've gone back to drinking and taking whatever I want, no uh, weed, the, the ice cream's gone. That's, yeah, that's, that's interesting. <laughs> Alcohol has pushed ice cream out of my life. Alcohol has pushed, yeah. You guys. <laughs> Alcohol and ice cream. I don't know. I want to do yeah. some kind of like relationship thing. Like, they're just mutually exclusive for me. Mm. Yeah, no, that's fair. No, I have the same thing of like when I'm in my when I'm boozing, mm. my consumption of anything sweet or chocolatey goes down by ninety percent. Totally right. Yeah, because if if I start like, because I normally like, I love a midday beer. Mm. Even if I don't drink, like if I drink two beers and mm. it's one in midday and one at night, mm. and that's it, which yeah. I consider as not boozing at all. No. But um. I see it as sophisticated. Yeah, yeah. And you see those old people that have ordered their Wiener Schnitzel and they're sitting at the table and they've got their one glass of beer with lunch. It's like, that's classic. Literally, I think that's... I. But weirdly, I think the reason why I'm always like, alcohol has never been an issue for me is that mm. because like my dad's Italian and restaurant dude and my mom had a bar, mm. still has, like, mm. so I grew up in bars and restaurants. My boozing habits from when I was little have been like, oh, we're having a lovely lunch little glass of wine. Yeah. Like my dad would pour me a little glass of wine from when I was like six, seven. My mom did that too. She was like, this is what the Europeans do, yeah. Anna. Oh, I love her. <laughs> but it's so funny because it's true. It's like I had my first, like from, from when I was a baby, I would have like a little finger. And then wow. three, you get your first like proper sips, sips. Mm-hmm. And then from five or six, you get your uh, kid glass. Oh, wow. Which is like, yeah, wow. it's like sort of like two shots of mm-hmm. wine mm-hmm. and then you get to just like sip on it yep. with food and it's like such such a cultural thing that by the time i was like 14 15 and all my classmates were like bottle of vodka <gasps> i was like making little cocktails yeah. um i went to um i remember like the first proper parties that we did when it was like 14 15 i would go by the bar first get a bag of limes mm-hmm. mint uh molasses sugar mm-hmm. uh, put them in one of our extra like sort of like ice uh, container buckets, buckets yeah. mm-hmm. um, and then get like uh, aged rum and then I would show up to the parties and I would make like a caipirissima yeah. which is like caipirinha with dark rum yeah. uh, put a little mint on top as well and just have the, at like 14, 15 wow. everyone was getting like fucking pissed like you face like classy drunk. bitch yeah That's... and I was that bitch and I was always like I never really went too crazy with it yeah, I think there's an issue with cultures that, um, yeah, really, really exclude, you know, they, they build it up. So it's like once people turn oh, yeah. 18, it's just like, and realistically, people are drinking before that age anyway. And then they're doing it in a way that's like, because it's not integrated and it's not this thing that this is a, you know, I had a French boyfriend for like, um, I don't know, it's almost two years. Two and years. Al- wow. Almost, almost. It was like on and off for the first year and yeah. then the second year. And still, that's a lot of French. Yeah, it's a lot of French. Yeah. And then, and I did Christmas in France once. Uh, and, and <laughs> you can say you did crystal meth with them. I did crystal meth with them. I did crystal meth with them. Like the whole family's like, yeah. it's, it's part of the culture. This you is got- how you do it. <laughs> The thing with crystal meth is just it's so like everyone's like so weird about it that then people like get on the wrong side of it. But if you do it with your French boyfriend, it's like, you know. And his mom's, yeah. you know, his mom and dad. And it's like after the fromage and then you, yeah. you know. Um, no, we did not do crystal meth. Okay. But the way, they, yeah. the way they drink wine 
I you could say that Christmas loved. is the crystal meth of holidays, though. Oh, <laughs> in that you want to scratch your skin off. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I love. I I like Christmas. I have over the last two years really enjoyed not having the pressure of Christmas with family mm. and the oh, yeah. like Christmas. I like Christmas a lot, but with family, it just gets very pressured i love spending time with my family at christmas for my family that are list that's listening however um <laughs> i really enjoyed that yeah anyway uh just being a, 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 with with this french family and the way they drink wine it was just like you know you, they, they, so slowly yeah you, know, you might have a you know a couple of different bottles of different things but like you you know and and, and then they only pour a small amount as well yes they do and i think that is how we should be taught to enjoy alcohol fully i think the main difference in consumption is not the quantity mm. is everything else because mm. i think the reality is like me and like a person that will throw up at the end of the night mm. might have the same quantity and the same exact drinks. Yeah. But the way that we'll have them is so different over a big period of time yeah. with food, with people yeah. in a slow fight. Like I always pour like a little bit of beer, a little bit of wine. Yeah. And I never like people think I'm sometimes like, oh, you're not drinking. I'm like, no, I'll, I'm catching up to you. It's just... Um, I've got my own pace. Got my own pace. Yeah. Yeah. Don't get trashed. I enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like, I haven't, this, I, I okay so we're going to talk about this week but mm. um but i yeah i noticed this week that like i don't get trashed with alcohol like i'm re- like, for me it's i know i'll have this drink and then i'll have the next drink and then you know i'll get to a point where i'm like all right i'm turning a corner here i could you know and then i i'll slow down or i'll drink some water same or i'll be like where's the coke you know and and, <laughs> and um and i noticed this week i've i i so basically this week I don't want to brag, but I'm thinking about writing a bit about this actually, yeah. about actually framing all of my hookups as just numbers and notches on my bedpost and like being that toxic. Oh yeah. Like doing toxic femininity like that. I'm a hundred percent with you. You, you mm. ever had the thought of like, uh, it's, it's all toxic, but for some reason, like once you get in the role, you start thinking that way yeah. when you're like. How many, like, ethnicities have I found? Oh, totally. Like, yeah. I love the world map of, like, wherever, yeah. you know. Like, one week I hooked up with, uh, like, you know, a, a black person, Asian person, a Middle Eastern person. And I was like... <gasps> one week? In one week. And I was like, in my head, you know... Me too! I did that this week! <laughs> <laughs> I love you. I'm so great. Oh, my God. But okay, but Asian was like technically Australian, but like still it was like. So um, it counts. Yeah. Yeah. Africa, Asia, actually Asia or Middle Eastern, you know, Turkey. I don't know. No, I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you just because of timing. That was crazy. That's so fucking funny. Right? Because, and to me, it was like at the time, it's like, it's not that you're approaching any person. It's like, oh, I'm going out with a black person. Like, that's horrific. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, like when, when, once the week has passed, you're like, hmm. That has never happened to me before. I grew up in Greece. It's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Make, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, for me, what was interesting was like, I haven't, I like, I, th- I think it's been not since I was in my like mid twenties that I, I'm not sure if I've ever actually knocked out three in three days, three different people. Three in three days. No, I haven't done that either. Yeah. I, I just did that. Like, I just, I just did that. Like, and uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> And also, it should be uh, noted that also it wasn't like just you arranged three p- 
people dates with people on no. because you could do that but like you did it organically it which is when it's actually impressive all organic and completely all random yeah all three of them all three of them that's fucking old school <laughs> proper horror yes no you gotta respect that because now people can just like go on tinder and be like you tuesday you wednesday you thursday i've yeah. had three people in three days you're like yeah who gives a fuck yeah yeah i could do that that, that way as well Organic baby, yeah. organic. organic, homegrown bitch. Fuck yeah. yeah, yeah. When was your last hookup? Um, I mean, what do we uh, count as hookup? You mean like when it sort of like manifests or like last? I time? mean, sex. Um, I think. <laughs> like how I'm so fucking second <laughs> dude. Last sex. Last penetration. What's the last time you smashed, bro? It's the last time. Uh, yeah. I think I penetrated uh, last week. Last week. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Nice. I don't know. Why. Yeah, just okay. That's good. Because yeah. I felt like I had a bit of a dry patch. I think it might have been like maybe a month. And, mm. I, and I was chill with it. But then yeah. I feel like I've really yeah, overcompensated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, how, that's how we roll. <laughs> but I, I ask, um, was it a random person or someone that you see regularly? Someone I, I'm sort of seeing casually mm-hmm. here and there. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's like, because also like the last three months, I'm trying to finish a degree my dad isn't so crazy i'm trying to do stand-up all the time Mm -hmm. so it's also like i've i've just put myself in this position where i'm like there's like three four five people just through apps or meeting whatever where once every two or three weeks you Mm -hmm. meet and you're probably gonna fuck Mm -hmm. where it's not like i'm not in a very adventurous place Mm -hmm. just because i cannot mentally afford to yeah where i'm just sort of like one of these people I'll fuck this week, which is yeah. like it's. I'm actually proud of myself for being at this point because that was never me. What was the past? The past was either getting like either being in love with someone, uh, and then just sort of once every like once a month fucking randomly, but then still being in love with that person that was a little bit unattainable. Mm-hmm. I've been like a little bit like mm-hmm. a guilt trippy, mm-hmm. fucking emotional. Uh. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I was never too wild, at least in, not in my head, I'm very wild. But I mean, like, I never (laughs) really had crazy exuberant situations or multiple hookups. Mm -hmm. I was always pretty chill. Normally was kind of, yeah, spend like three, four years in love with two people Mm -hmm. at a time. Never really happened. Two people at a time, like having two two targets. No, two people over four years. Oh, okay, so one okay. and then another one, but mm-hmm. both things were really sort of just me being in love with someone that once didn't even know that and the other time didn't really feel like it. Yeah. So it was just, you know, it's one of those things. But you were still hooking up with random yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, I also had like a couple of friends that we would sort of like randomly hook up. So like sexually, mm-hmm. I was kind of like, I'm sort of covered. Yeah, 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 I'm, yeah. Uh, but emotionally, I'm not. <laughs> when was the last time you had a relationship? Relationship? I haven't really had many. Meaning, like, oh, you are young though. I, I am. Let's young. preface that with uh, your yeah. Young. Let's preface that with my yeah, my old voice. Um, no, I am twenty four. You're twenty four. I am twenty four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I would say like I had a seven month relationship, uh, which was one of those things of like it was beginning of the pandemic mm. when we start like we started going out. Two months before the pandemic, mm-hmm. so then that came in. So we sort mm-hmm. of like nuzzled in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You landed um, on that one. But it wasn't really like, you know, it wasn't one of these things. That like, oh, I'm so in love. No. It was a little bit 
convenience. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, it was one of these things. It yeah. might be me being a toxic. Or, or just honest about how you yeah. genuinely felt about the situation. And that Probably, I think, I think a lot of people can relate to yeah. leaning into, I remember, yeah, I, I could have, I could have done that <laughs> with someone at the start of the pandemic. Really glad I didn't, but there, I think there, there are so many people that were I think a lot of people do that. And I don't do that really. Like yeah. I, I'm very anti this thing of like being into your relationship that started out of convenience and then you just get used to it. And then it takes you another year to just break up with someone that you don't want to be with. I don't like, understand. That shit scares understand. the fuck out of me. I don't understand that shit. I'm normally very direct, very, like, communication. Mm-hmm. I'm, like, super intimate and physical. So it's, like, if it's not there, I'm, mm-hmm. like, I'm not there yeah, either. Totally. But that one was a sort of, like, weird time for me. I was fucking having it. You know, it was one of these things where I feel like I... Shouldn't have done that to the other person. Mm, okay. Meaning, like, I wasn't toxic. I just wasn't present enough or yeah, yeah. loving it. It was one of those things. It felt imbalanced. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, But, yeah. yeah. But I haven't really... Yeah, then there was, like... The big one was fucking, like, the last year. Like, end of... Like, from the summer till, like, December. Uh-huh. Where it was one of, like, my biggest sort of love of my life mm-hmm. situation. And... And also, she was sort of like she convinced me because mm-hmm. I was very careful around that shit. Because I'm like, we met back in Athens, mm-hmm. fucking intense as fuck. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, and I was being super careful with it because I was in love with her when I was like, I don't know, nineteen or something. Mm-hmm. Heavy. Mm-hmm. It was one of those two people, and I'm like, oh, this is terrifying. Oh, la, la. But she made all the moves and all the... And I'm like, well, if you're all in, I'm all in, 100%. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then I came back to Berlin and it all started sort of like crumbling over three months where she wasn't very communicating because she was like an introvert. So mm-hmm. she had to process everything for a month and then I would know. Mm-hmm. It's like, and I'm not that way. I'm like a five-second rule sort of like, I felt something, here's uh, how I felt. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mm. So that was... But anyway, not to get five, into... Five-second rule of feelings. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, hilarious. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> that's... that's that's I, I, I love that. That's a very cool yeah. um, mode to be in. Hold on, I'm just going to make sure the computer doesn't I, stop I, recording. I have the same thing when my Ableton session disappears. I'm like, ah, it's probably not going anymore. Right, I just, I don't know. I've had, yeah. I've had situations where I've lost stuff, but... Yeah, same. I think we all have with Ableton. Oh, man. But Such it's mainly bitch. because of space. It's just been space. Ah. Uh, yeah. I hope. The same reason I have uh, relationship issues. Space. <laughs> space. <laughs> space. Oh, my God. Space. Okay, that's... I, I love the five-second um, feeling rule. That's uh, like... As in, not a rule, but as in, like, that's how you operate. Yeah, no, it's, it's more of you a joke, but, but it's more of also, like, because, yeah, we got, we also have to go back to the, the morning today. I just remembered that when you woke up this morning and you told me about the guy. Yes. Yeah, because I think with a lot of the issues that men have, mm-hmm. like, this sort of thing of, like, oh, yes. not, not expressing yourself or not mm-hmm. communicating properly, mm. it's things I had as, like, a teenager and, like up until recently yeah so it's also like a lot of it has just been of like dude just because you feel like that it doesn't mean that the other person is aware of that yes like that's a big fucking thing and it's not male or female but just as a rule of thumb men struggle with it a lot yeah because it's based on open communication channels which men ask what are those uh and then you explain to them um yeah so a lot of it also has to do with me not having that sort of like, oh, I feel like this. I'm going to let you know. 
I want to hug you. I'm going to let you know and then hug you mm. if you give me your consent. Mm. No, but you know what I mean? It's like, it's all these things of be learning how to be present and learning how mm-hmm. to build stuff on communication. Yeah. That I think once you get there, like you cannot go back to just being a dumb, ignorant Yeah, I totally agree. Where yeah. now I'm just like, I'm anything, any relationship I start, if it's like a friendship or business relationship and especially like romantic, it's like, okay, this is what I require. Like I require touchy feely, like I need physical mm-hmm. intimacy. Mm-hmm. And then I also want to communicate cause I'm going to be telling you how and blah. Mm-hmm. So it, I think it just comes from me, like just realizing, Oh, you were an asshole with these 10 people mm-hmm. cause they didn't know how you felt. Yeah. 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 I, uh, yeah, this is interesting. This the, the the point of I agree. Like once you learn about communication, you know you don't really go back from that. Those those sort of communication skills or or mm, ways to be um, ways to communicate that are healthy and yeah, because there are a lot of people who you know, for example, don't know how to take feedback or can't have a can't have a an intellectual um, discussion without making it personal mm. or you know, feeling, feeling, you know, feeling, yeah, or, or who, yeah, can't do those things. But I'm wondering, I was just wondering, because, okay, so these last three mornings. Yeah, 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 that's the, the, I mean, the waking up is the most fascinating part. Right. Good for me. It's like, everyone like focuses on how you hooked up. No, I'm like, how did you wake up? (laughs) Totally. Yeah. That's what I've been meditating uh, a little bit about. Just like the, and having three in a row. (laughs) And seeing my tell me the same sheets. Uh, no, I I, I, mi- I mixed it up. Okay, good. Yeah, no, no, good no. for you. But also, I love the idea of like putting three men. No, on no, the same. I, no, and that's why I went to <laughs> exact. No, first one was at uh, his house. Second one, my house. Third one, he was like yours or mine, and I was like yours then because I didn't want to yeah. bring him back into the same. Oh, environment. so you only had one here. That's only good. one here. Yeah, that's the one good. that peed on the floor. <laughs> Have you talked about it already? No. <laughs> Bitch, get ready. If you're listening, get a fucking... It's oh. just such a fucking... All right, so I'll tell the story because yeah. it's just so dumb. It's just, it's just, it's not dumb. It's just like I... Okay, so I um uh, pick I up... I can't smoke inside, right? No. no yeah, no, but worries, no worries. Well, no, no, worries. no, 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 no worries at all. No worries at all. Um, I would like to open another bottle of wine. Yeah, maybe yeah, that's the, yeah. Start telling the story, and I'll take care of that. Okay, so that's uh, the bottle of wine is in the fridge. Okay, okay. And it's prosecco, so it's gonna make a pop. Oh, fizzly. Fizzly, but um, so basically, uh, I picked up this guy. Actually, when we it's lying down next to the broccoli, yeah, I think. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> next to the broccoli. Next to the broccoli, that hasn't gone bad yet. Oh my god, broccoli in Berlin goes bad so Are quickly. Are sure that you didn't already have it? Certain, because it's a prosecco. No, it's in the... Oh, yeah, it's here, it's here, yeah. It's here, it. yeah, all good. This <laughs> is fascinating for you listeners. Yeah. Uh, no, look in the other shelf. Look in the other shelf. Now I've got... In the first drawer is... Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have handles on my on my drawers either. Um, yeah, go, you know how to do that. Okay, yeah, cool. Baby, come on. So I picked up this guy on, at a concert, a uh, friend of a friend. Um, I don't know if that's too specific. Oh, no. So basically... Um, we get home and uh, fully aroundy, cool, 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 um, fall asleep. Uh, we wake up and we're kind of fully aroundy. And then 
Mm, I'm like, oh, I need to pee. So I jumped down from my loft bed and I, oh, that was, that was professional. Oh my yeah, God, like respect. For, I get paid for that. Yeah, so. me too. But I like very few people do it like I do it. You know yeah. what I mean? You got to respect the game. Opening wine bottles. Um, oh, it's also not so fizzy. That's why. Oh, I hope it's all right. Yeah, it's all right. Um, so... I jump down from my loft bed and uh, race around to the bathroom and it's a really small space. It's like, it's really like, there's maybe like two meters. And as I jump around from bed to into the bathroom, I slip on this liquid that's on the floor. All of this, it's so wet. And yeah, I slip and I, I fully like, I, I go into the air and then slap down like full body slap hit my thigh, like on my, my, my butt, butt still really sore on my hip and on my elbow. <laughs> and I get up quickly. I'm like, what the fuck? And I quickly put a towel down and I pee. Then I'm like, did you hear that? And he's like, Ugh. and then I come back up to the loft bed. I'm like, there's all this liquid. Like, like, do I have a leak? Yeah. I was like, is there a leak? What's happening? Like, is there, <laughs> did someone spill something in front of my door? And it's, it's and like, it slid in. Exactly. Wow. And uh, he was like, uh, and then like, we continue to like fool around and yeah. have our morning session. And then... That's um, interesting that you uh, hook up like randomly and organically mm-hmm. and you have like also morning session. Yeah. Each time I did. That is... That's, that must be a record. Three <laughs> in three days, night plus morning sex. Because yeah. when I hook up randomly with someone in the morning, I just sort of like... Oh, it's I, tough. I need coffee. Like I'm not intimate enough with you to just like sort of lay here fuck again I like a morning breath I need oh, to have morning, coffee yeah yeah so that's the, we're gonna talk about yeah. that but like yeah of the three morning sex ones one like only yeah okay uh, how do I break it down only in two of them only one of them came in the morning and I what? Sur- and I didn't come in it, uh, on <laughs> in either in any of them so I didn't come like I, I generally do not come the first time I fuck someone like I'm like, and I was trying to say this to the guy this morning. Yeah. I don't think I've ever come the first time. No, I I, I don't think I've ever come the first time mm. I, I fuck someone. So, and it's just it's just, and I don't even expect it. And so, unfortunately, yeah. because I don't even expect it, I get a bit lazy with it. And they're like, yeah. what? And so, like for example, um, hookup number two. He's like, what do you like? And I was like, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. <laughs> No, ne- I'll tell you next time. I'll tell you next time. Exactly. You you come. Exactly. You come I, with me. Yes, yes. Use me to come. Yes. And then next time we'll discuss it. Exactly. And so I did that. And that was perfect. The first, the first, <laughs> the first, the first up, um, the morning was like, you know, like full sex and, and stuff. But then like neither of us came. <laughs> full on sex. Full on sex. Full on sex. We had like proper sex. Proper yeah. sex. And then, but we, neither of us came. And then the third one was... Yeah, neither of us came, and um, that was this morning, and yeah. I don't mind, like, this whole thing, I think coming first time sex with someone is the wrong goal. Yeah, I agree. Because, like, first time having sex with someone, my only sort of, the only thing I'm interested in is getting to a place where we can both come a lot in the future. Of like getting familiar with each other's bodies and I just feeling good. I think it's just good. it's just like hitting the spots, expecting that you're gonna come. No, but that it's feeling pleasurable the whole time. Yeah. yeah, and like sometimes I'm like, yeah, I don't know. And I also love sometimes first time with someone, mm. not even going through the process of let me look for a condom, put it on, mm. and then fuck for like a, a little bit. Mm. We're both drunk. Like my favorite. Thing- We're both drunk. Okay, so like pretty yeah. much. 
every night that I hooked up this week, it was uh, too drunk to come, yeah. but um, but still like still did. Well, actually, the middle night we didn't. We didn't. He was like, oh, "No, I'm too drunk. I can't." Yeah, and I was like, "Okay." I don't know. I really enjoy not like. It, it doesn't happen a lot, to be fair, because mm. then you get through the motions and you're like, "Okay, that's fucked." But I really enjoy, like, just resisting a little bit the temptation to just because also like with someone you don't really know, it's just like, "Okay, I've put on a condo." It just feels a little bit like automated, and you don't know the other person mm. yet. Where if you get in a place with someone that's, like, awesome to just sort of, like, hook up, mm. do, like, oral sex with each other and, like, kiss each yeah, other and yeah, hug yeah. and then go to sleep. And then maybe in the morning you've built that chemistry where you also, like... Whilst you've got the morning breath and, like, the daylight coming through the no, windows I never, and you're... You I know. never fuck. Like, morning sex for me is not, oh, we wake up, we fuck. Is I wake up, I go to the bathroom, I brush my teeth, I make coffee, mm. I make coffee, I smoke a cigarette... And then, now that we're humans again, mm-hmm. let's fuck. Like mm-hmm. this, wake up. First of all, I need to pee. I'm dehydrated. Mm-hmm. Without coffee, fuck you. I'm not. I've been in fine form each morning to fuck, but that's oh, not to so say. I'm so jealous. Like, it's just waking up and it's like, they're there. So it's like, of course. Like, of course we're going to do that. And mm-hmm. they've sought that out each time. And it's been, yeah, the morning sex is, well, <laughs> oh God. All the, all the evening sex moments have been blurry to say the least. oh yes <laughs> oh my god and now last you- night though like and that's what i was thinking with the alcohol thing and the drugs thing last night i didn't take any drugs it was mm. just alcohol and i remember all of the the night yeah but i've got real blackouts with the first two at the night uh. <laughs> because the first night i i did the tiniest line of coke i just had this tiny li- like tiny bit of coke in my in my um wallet and i was drinking heavily and i was like I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna last if I don't like like I'm gonna need to go home soon yeah. if I don't like I wanna do this. And I went to the bathroom and there was like some girl in the bathroom. Girl, she was like she was very young. And um and I kind of walked in on her and she's like, No, you can come in. And I was like, You wanna share a line? And she was like, Yeah and I was like, Okay. So- of course. Of course. Of course. And yeah. so I did this line. And then like she came and she ended up sitting with me and the guy and she brought her guy and we were all chatting. And then I don't quite remember how we got to his place. Like I think there was a taxi. Yeah. And then I remember like choosing music on his TV <laughs> and like showing what music I wanted to listen to. <laughs> and... <laughs> <laughs> This is also what happened this morning in another guy's place. But yeah, and then and then I don't really remember the sex. But then in the morning, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I stopped uh, having, uh, you know, like, I went through, like, this phase of, like, if there's music being played around people, I was, like, the, the obsessed maniac of I'm going to control that. Me, me too. I've, I've, I've been there many points in my... And I, yeah. I let that go. Yeah. Um, I think, like, couple of years ago like in berlin Mm -hmm. because i realized like i don't want to be that person at all it's stressful it's stressful Mm -hmm. it's like i let it go Mm -hmm. and it feels so good yeah because then you're like what do you want to play oh honey anything um but then yeah yeah, but when they're like you choose i'm like okay Mm. no i'm like ah yes i'll do it Mm. sometimes if it's like one-on-one i'll yeah yeah, just one-on-one i'll choose but you know like because now like i hang out with all these people and they're like they play a little bit more basic stuff and i'm like Uh, i don't want to bother them 
with my with progressive my weird, weird you stuff. Know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm the same. I'm the same. I had a night after a show recently where I God, I just sound like I'm really off the rails, but like um I <laughs> I ended up taking someone's ADHD medication after like. By the way, I was thinking throughout your whole story, if anyone has ADHD, while I'm trying to open a bottle of Prosecco and you're trying to tell a story about piss on your floor, like someone's going mental listening to this. I didn't finish that story actually. There was another one. I'm telling you, someone's going mental. How does the piss story end? Fuck. Okay. Piss story. Let's end that now. Yeah, Let's come back. So basically... And we're coming back to ADHD medication, and then ADHD. by the way. Yes. <laughs> we're fine. We're fine. We're good. We're so good. So, so basically, I came back up after, after falling over and really hurting myself and, and came back to bed. And then we fooled around in the morning and also then like sat and chatted for like we talked quite a, like for well, a bit. It was quite civil for a hookup. Yeah, it was yeah. really nice. And um, I mean, you have the beautiful armchairs now so you can afford to have a conversation. Right. But it was all in bed, actually. But it was like, we yeah. know, we, we got to know like, you know, what I got to know what he does. And we talked... <laughs> We were at a concert. We couldn't talk much. <laughs> no, it's just so. Oh, uh, I understand it so much, but it's so hilarious. Of like, so after we fucked twice, I go to learn what he does for a living, what his favorite things, what his likes and dislikes are. Actually, yeah, which yeah. is the reality of our life. It is, it is, and it's always like you're sitting naked and you're like you're kind of avoiding eye contact because it's all too intimate. But you know, you're you're finding out that oh, Dude, you know, just, they've been in Berlin this long and they're they're just, oh, you do you do that for a job? Wow, what's what's that like? I just remember that Lisa who was yesterday at the show. Mm-hmm. I think because you know when you like you meet someone on an app mm-hmm. or like an Insta, like they have their name so you never really tell your name to the other person yes yes and i think fourth time like we're hooking up we've met four times she's slipped over in my apartment Mm -hmm. we've done shit and i'm like your name is lisa right (laughs) and this happens though like it's yeah it's with the apps yeah and the thing is like i'm pretty sure my like so um We've got to finish this this P story. Um, but this, this person that, um, oh. like, yeah, peed on my floor. Um, he, we, we, so we were at a concert and, and that's, and, 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 and so we didn't, like, I got his name at the very start. My friend introduced him quite clearly, but like, what if it was wrong? You know what I mean? Like, like what if I somehow managed to mishear it? And then I don't even know what this guy's name was. Yeah. Exactly. But yeah, with, oh. with dating apps. But so anyway, I get back and we fool around. And then like, um, uh, he's like, oh, I guess I'm going to go home. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, cool. I gotta, da, da. And then he gets, gets, comes downstairs and he's like getting dressed. And he's like, my socks are wet. <laughs> and he's like, I think I peed on your floor. And I was like. Nah, like nah. you wouldn't have done that. Nah, like, that would never happen. That wouldn't ha- like like maybe we we spilt beer. Like did, did we bring beers home? And he was like, I don't think so. And I was like, no, no, no. And I was checking like my under my you know my rubbish area. I'm like, are there any empty? Bo-? No, it wasn't beer. And I was like, maybe there was like maybe there was a maybe there was. He was like, I think I pissed on your floor. And I was like, he's like, I'm really sorry. Like, he wasn't even trying to go with finding an excuse, you know, that wasn't I actually him. respect that uh, immensely. Because I would have tried to cover it in such, like... 
But it, it, the fact, it's a thing. Like, like that's yeah. what I'm confused by because I remember young guys in their 20s talking to, like, hearing stories of, like, guys pissing in random places when they're a bit drunk and sleepy. But, like... <laughs> drunk and sleepy, yeah. Drunk and sleepy, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's past your bedtime, kitty. Yeah. And you're wasted and you don't know where the fucking toilet is. Yeah. Like, that's a thing. It's still yeah. a thing. Men uh, pee in weird places when they're drunk. I mean, I think it... It definitely sounds very possible and believable. I, the thing is, like, I don't hang out with that many men to know things that men do. But it wasn't crazy for you or surprising. Because for me, it was a bit like a, no, how was, could that happen? No, it was definitely surprising. But my, my thing is also, like, I understand. Mm. I understand it. And I respect so much the fact that he put that out there. Yeah. Like, and it, Not that it's, like, a great thing to happen. <laughs> No, the fact that I, the fact that I, you were making excuses for him and he was like, I probably pissed you (laughs) (laughs) off. And you're like, nah, no way. No, it's probably there's like a weird pipe that's coming from the Hinterhof. No, I list him up. No, I'm pretty sure I pissed on your floor. Uh, (laughs) It's like, dude. Yeah. But but Uh. it's not just that some guy pissed on my floor it's that i then fell over <laughs> in it and then and hurt myself like i ridiculous. fell into his puddle of piss uh-huh. by the way i feel like i'm I, that laugh previously was so genuine that i'm like literally coming down from my own laugh <laughs> like i feel less right now for some reason <laughs> no <laughs> that was the laugh at what was it it was uh it was the i got to know what he does for yeah laughing. right oh my god oh my god uh, but he was he was a good communicator this guy like he was yeah. like um and when we were when we were at the so we went to this concert and then we were at a bar afterwards and um and then his friend who i knew um not gonna say names he left and then it was just the two of us and then he turned to me and he was like i would like to have sex with you and it was just so refreshing i haven't had someone be that direct yes yes anna but the the difference between refreshing and problematic sometimes (laughs) just depends on if you also want to fuck him or not and I could have been like, nah, I don't yeah. want to. No, no, I'm, I'm with you 100%. I yeah. love people that are open in a non-creepy way. Yeah, because it was so not creepy. He was yeah, just, yeah. And he was also a bit like, he was a bit nervous about saying it, a bit uncomfortable. Yeah, it was just like, oh, so it's just the two of us. And I was like, yeah. And I think I just gave him a bit of a pill and we put a bit yeah. of a pill. And then it was like, so what do we do now? And I mean, of course like, it was a little bit uncomfortable. Because you're uncomfortable if your opening line is, I, I want to give you a kiss. Mm. If your opening line is, I want to fuck you, the stakes are higher. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. opening with an abortion bit. It's, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God. Love it. Love it. But he, um, yeah. And that was when, when he asked if, uh, no, when he told me he would like to, he would like to have sex with me. Then I was like, well, maybe we should kiss first. And then, <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps. Uh, Perhaps that's the next yeah. step. Tongues first, genital second. Right. Yeah. And then we made out and then it was like, okay, I'll call a bolt. You know, like, yeah, yeah. easy peasy. Easy peasy. Also, like, I have this thing of like, until you make out with someone, I'm not 100% sure if I want to... Oh, totally. Yeah. Because it's... It's in his kiss. That's uh, where it uh, is. Yeah. Seriously, I, like, there was this guy that I, I, was see, I was talking to for fuck. Lovely guy. He won't be listening to this, hopefully. He promised to no. not become a fan. I mean, we also did very good because the first minute, I think we went eight names in the first minute of the podcast. Right. And now we're also... No like, names. And now we're going, you know, that person of a friend of a guy, yeah. We're getting wine conspiratorial. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, I was seeing this guy for a little bit and um, 
oh, what, what's the point that I wanted to make about him? He... Fuck, kiss so good. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm. Mm. We were talking for like, you know, almost two weeks because um, like he was in isolation with Corona with his kids yeah. and then I was in London and then I come back and we have a date and... Well, there were lots of issues for me and I, and I, and I, and we had a really nice breakup of nothing, you know, like, like yeah, the yeah. breakup was beautiful and he, he's really cool and we still want to hang out as friends, but yeah, the kissing. Oh, the kissing can destroy everything. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, there, there were already a bar, like so many red flags and then, and then there was the kissing. It was like, and you know, when you're, you're kissing someone and you're like trying to make it better yes. you're, and you're just like, you're actively trying to fix it. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, everyone has a different style. That's fine. But it, like he kind of, oh, this is mean. He's not going to, he's not going to listen to that. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, he had the, the kind of like bitey, like short and never opening his mouth. Dude, dude. Okay. And it's just like, what this, can, can you like. Where is your tongue and where is like the gentleness and where is the a hundred percent? I'm I'm sure we have both been bad cases for someone. It's like Oh for sure. For sure. For <laughs> sure. We're not claiming here to be but there's I don't know, I, I feel like there's a sort of like rule of thumb of how you start. Like you either go if it's a moment, mm. you go tongue first. Eager. You go like straight to like or if it's a sort of like you know, like kind of innocent. Yeah, you start with lips, and then you slowly just slowly. make it more, yeah, and more, and you, and then you test the waters, right? Yeah, you always you test the waters. Yeah, there's ways to just start very sort of like unassuming mm. and get into a really full kiss. Mm, mm, but mm. I was also out with this person that was like super interested in, and the day was kind of like you know when the day just starts becoming like boring, and you're like, yeah. Yep. So then you're like, well, I might try and make out with this person to salvage how boring this date is. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Oh my god. <laughs> let's just make, like let's just see if let's this... just make out, and mm. if it's good, maybe we can fuck, and if yes. it's not, maybe not, or even we can make out and leave just because I don't want to have another conversation with you. Yeah. I just want to stop your mouth doing that thing, yeah. and let's yes. see if it can let's, do something. It can else. do something else good. <laughs> yeah, because if it can, then yeah, good. We. Can outsource you to that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so I, I go in for a kiss, um, and we start kissing, and it's one of those. It's one of the most creepiest experiences of my life. It was a super small, delicate mouth, mm-hmm. and I didn't feel any tongue. I, it felt like kissing like a child. child. I knew you were gonna say it. I oh no. Yeah, because I also did. I think it's so weird because I did like mild show before the day. And then he was like, "I'll go." And then I did Miles' show like the next time, and I'm like, and I. So Miles' show is you're talking about Miles' show. Yeah, Miles, yeah. yeah. His show is, how would you describe it? Just like um, CD. It's a CD space. It's a C- yeah, it's like someone that's homeless got a microphone. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was very accurate. <laughs> Found a microphone in the garbage and got a crowd around him. And he was like, ah. <laughs> he's a sweet I actually have like yeah. my favorite shows to do are Miles so I'm fucking I'm gonna get back to doing his shows actually yeah, I just yeah. I just keep, keep forgetting but anyway <laughs> oh wow it happened it did that was amazing alright don't uh, so I want you to keep telling the story as yeah, I yeah. fix that no don't worry I'm good here you hold it? yeah I'm good here um I have a new setup so we just broke a microphone for yeah no worries first listening. um <laughs> this is hilarious fuck <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay um, so you so just yeah um no miles are like fucking uh, and lately uh, so much fun shit has been happening and i think like oh, I, really i've been missing out yeah oh. and i think i had my favorite set of all time that i've done uh which was i 
I think I was with yeah I was on the oh that's a that's a fun story so I met okay I'm gonna tell the story real quick yeah um, I did um, freaking comedy mm-hmm. uh, fucking eight months ago okay and after that show I was hanging out with two audience members and it was this um, they were both in their early forties but looking super hot and young mm-hmm. um. And there were a couple, the guy was from uh, England, Wales, I don't remember, and the girl was, like, German. So we kept in touch. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, after eight months later, like, she texted me. Uh, and she's like, should we, like, get a drink or something? I'm like, yeah, totally. Interesting, after eight months. Yeah. It's so interesting. We texted, like, every month we would text maybe, like, once of, like, do you have any time this week and we might get a drink, blah, blah, blah. It never really worked out. Um, cause it wasn't like a priority thing. It was just, you know, like if you're around, we could get a drink and it's this thing that always slips away from you. Yeah. And, um, finally we like, we're like, okay, let's meet. So we meet and then, um, um, we get a little bit tip early tipsy. Like we meet at eight, we go to mile. just with the woman. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then we go to mile show around like 10, 30, mm-hmm. 11, that was second half. Uh, and I show up there. And we're like tipsy, and I don't know if it's flirty or not. Yeah. Um, I don't know if she thinks I'm gay or bi or into her or not. Like, mm-hmm. I have no idea. But it's a fun hang. Mm-hmm. So we go to the show, and I'm like, dude, I, I'm not going to... It's the Friday show. It's new material night. I have some new material, but I don't want to do, like, material. You know when you feel like, I I just want to go up and fuck, fuck around. Like, I don't want to do material. And I'm talking... I never think like that, but, I, yeah, that's an interesting way to think. I, There's I, times I, where I'm like, that I think, like, once every... 10 shows maybe where mm-hmm. I'm like there's no way I'm doing bits like I, mm. I just cannot put myself in a position to be like so this happened and this is how I process it like mm-hmm. no okay I like I'm like I'll do a bunch of crowd work before I get to the bits but I'm always doing stage time to get to the bits mm. I, yeah hosting though there'll be points where I'm just like I'm not I'm not doing bits. Yeah. But anyway yeah go on. anyway so I get there and I tell that also to Eunice mm-hmm. um I'm like dude I just I don't want to fucking do anything and he's like oh I have some stuff that I didn't do tonight if you want to like, get my phone and work some premises. Eunice gave you bits to do? Yeah. Great. So, he's like, if you want, these are just a set of, like, three-word premises that I didn't try tonight. Wow, that is fun. And I'm like, fuck yeah. There's there's some show concepts that work, but, like, on, on yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah which so, I go up on stage, dude. and I also preface this with, like, this is Eunice's phone. So, this is me, like, me doing Eunice. And I did, like, a 10-minute set with Eunice's premises, which is the best set I've ever had Feeling wise, yeah, yeah, and yeah. some of the funniest shit as well. Yeah, of yeah. like, and it was just so. It felt so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So good. The liberation of yeah, and when it's when it's so unplanned and it all works. Yeah, because mm-hmm. that's Super like nice. that's comedian boner. Yeah. is like when you get like shit that you've never seen before that another person wrote and you riff on it and you're mm. funny. Like that's when you feel like you deserve the laugh. Yeah, yeah. Something about it of like you're impressed with yourself, mm-hmm. so you like if you're clapping, I yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I deserve yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it was one of those moments. Anyway. Nice. Yeah, then went out with. Uh, and then what happened with the woman? Oh, it turns out yeah. So um, I told her like uh, I think like we we're talking about some weird timing shit. Mm-hmm. So there was this joke about yeah, I'll let you know in the next some days. It was like one of those inside things. So I'm like, um, I really want to kiss you but I'll let you know inside like five days or something mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so I like mm-hmm. reference the thing and she's like oh really like I know I didn't know if you were into me if you're into women but fuck yeah so then we made out uh, for quite a bit and it was quite hot 
but then we haven't talked since. We didn't really like we didn't mm. have sex or anything. It was one of those like things. But yeah, no, that was a that was one of the most fun nights of my last sort of like the last month. I love a good set. I love yeah. a good set. But the the child kisser. Oh, that, that was brutal. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, that's how it started. Yeah, because I think at the Miles show, like Miles asked me, and then I go like I did a almost like a bit about it of like kissing your niece or something like. Oh, <laughs> that's horrible! Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, it was just like I'm sure I'm pretty sure that like niece is a better punchline than a child. Yeah, yeah, it, niece, it hits it hits it, home. It hits because we can all we're all like yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh that's no. too oh. oh that's horrendous. Yes. How dare you? Mm-hmm. Um okay, I I've got a I, I need to um I've got a, I was supposed to meet a friend at 9:30 and I have <laughs> not contacted them. So, do you have anything else you want to talk about? Any any other bits that we didn't quite we didn't. Oh, there was the feedback thing. Mm. Oh, the feedback thing. Yeah. Let's let's close on that. Yeah, let's close on let's that. Let's close the podcast on that. Um, so basically, this morning, yeah. number three. Um, <laughs> that's his name. Oh my god. I hope he doesn't listen to this. Uh, I, I I think I remember his name. Shh. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, that's his name. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um. He. Um. He. Um. <laughs> After our, uh, so we had like uh, lots of fun fooling around last night. And then this morning um, we did the first like full like penis in vagina stuff. And then, but we were both like. <laughs> Sounds so hot when you say it like that. <laughs> I know, like, mm, we had a full. Sell it to me more. Yeah, we had the full penis and vagina session this morning. <laughs> Makes it sound like a painful beauty, <laughs> beauty, um, yeah, therapy option. Yeah. Um, and uh, and afterwards, like you know, we kind of like stopped and then mm, didn't go anywhere. Right before we really started having sex, he like turned over and like pulled out a packet of mints, and then they all fell on the ground. He's like mint, and I'm like yeah. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, do I smell? And then I was like, I don't know how much. It's just his self consciousness. And then it was like, the, and he'd open the fucking blinds and there was all this light, which is fine. That's a lot of decisions to make in someone. Oh, it was his own house. It was his apartment. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it was like light and then, which is fine. Like I'm happy. I'm fine with my body, but it was like a lot of but, but he decided to do that also, which is weird. Yeah. And then uh, the mince thing. And it was just like, oh, now I feel like I've got bad breath, you know. Yeah. And I feel like I'm doing a scene now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mints, let's fix the lighting. <laughs> Everyone has mints. Okay. <laughs> and, and I just, yeah. And all of a sudden I was like, I wasn't feeling, I wasn't feeling that sexy. But I was like, oh, we're doing uh. this thing. And, um, and then afterwards when it kind of stopped, <laughs> stopped. And then we were kind of just like, when nah. it finally ended. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, so feedback. <laughs> and I was like, this is hilarious. Like, you just, you just turned to me and said, so feedback. So feedback. <laughs> After sex. I was almost going to say after a sex, after yeah. like a set. And it was just, and I was like, look, you know, I really enjoyed last night, but I think like we're both self-conscious right now. And so it didn't go anywhere. And he was like, yeah, me too. Cool. And then he was like, I don't really like penetrative sex that much. And I was like, what can you say? When I, like, I know people have different tastes, but like, I do like penetrative sex. And I when think what he means like, is I don't like wearing a condom. 
He was very good with the condoms, though. Like he, like there was no point where I had to ask or. You know, of course, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, 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 not of course. There are so many men. Oh no, 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 no. not. Oh, I know that shit. Yeah, 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 you know that. No, but I'm the same. Of like, I'm. I always put the condom, and I never. Oh, you mean he doesn't like penetrative sex because because of the condoms. Condom in it. Yeah, because I have the same thing of like. Of course, I wear a condom, and I don't put anyone in the position where I'm like. No. But but at the same time, it's like, this is not doing much for me, and I also feel like. I'm, like every five minutes of sex with condom, you I, I lose like five percent of penis size mm-hmm. until I'm not erect anymore. You know, it's this thing of like yeah. slow decline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's nothing against like obviously like protected sex and stuff like that, but no, no, no. it's it's just to say of like yeah, like I understand why like a lot of men are not. Yeah, when it's when there's no condom, there's no problem. Yeah, I think. Oh, I think when there's no, back in like the days of like, when I would like hook up with my friends, where mm. we were like both no condom with each other but yeah. we're safe and we knew each other yeah yeah, yeah. like i would have sex for fucking like three hours yeah, yeah like yeah, non-stop yeah. um with a condom i'm like after a while yeah yeah right yeah but it's you know apparently some companies developing a um pill for men yes which will be very valuable because like the pill for women it's just a fucking horrific Thing yeah, I don't. For I don't take any contraception hormone, yeah, anymore. Yeah, I stopped. So like, I'm like full like red alert, you know. Problem. Yeah, this like, idea like, of like, can... yeah, women can take the pill and sacrifice their mental health for it, like <laughs> and physical and yeah. you know, fuck, it's insane. But yeah, the feedback thing it was just like yeah, that's and the reason why I told you before it's like mm. it's because here's the thing, it's it's a lovely thing, but because mm. men don't know how to talk about sex. Mm-hmm. But they want. But I think women also don't know how to talk about. I think no one knows how to talk about that. No, it's really yeah. It's hard. It's so hard. Yeah, freeze up. Like the like the like the pee the pee on my floor guy. He was like, "What do you?" Yeah, I said that already. Like, what do you like? And I was like, "What do you?" It's just like. (laughs) Yeah. Like you need to know someone before you're like like. First conversations about sex are uncomfortable. Extremely. Uh, Extremely, and it's the thing of like that's why like I love the so feedback. It's Mm -hmm. like there's being graceful in trying to set up a communication around sex mm. the first time with someone it's horrific it's all cringe yeah. so it all comes out as so feedback because no one really knows how to deal with it but it's yeah and it, i laughed in his face <laughs> yeah but, but yeah but it I comes it from was a, cool I it, was like, it comes cool. from like a sweet place of yeah. like i want to know like did you like that or was it weird was i but yeah. you know what my one of my first thoughts was was like what feedback do you have for me like it sounds like you're bringing yeah. this up because you want to tell me something you didn't like like oh. I, I felt immediately like it was some kind of like business meeting of you know some appraisal of my performance and i was so, like oh what did that, i do i was like it's my breath it's definitely my breath yeah were you like presenting something for an hour and then they're like okay should we discuss it now exactly <laughs> And I was just like, no. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I see it from that angle. It's so hard. It is. I just, I made a promise to myself like a year ago that every time I have sex with someone, I will try and ask for something that I like. But it's, it's, you know, in the situations where you don't know the person, it's really hard to ask. I, I also, uh, I've I've made a promise to myself because I I also have the same mental freeze Mm. of every time I think, oh, and then you're there and you're like, oh, it's and then weird. Like every formulation of your idea sounds yeah. ridiculous or judgy or critical, you know, or, or, or like you're you a don't fucking idiot. Because you don't want to be cringe. I think everyone mm. is afraid that you're going to be just a cringy. Yeah. But what I try to like, especially if I'm moving up with women, yeah. what I try to always be very like, 
in the front of my mind is like mm. tell them to be very comfortable to mention like because yeah, asking okay. asking is weird like asking what do you like is yeah. not a question that gets answered like that no, what they try to do is like feel free to direct me at any point or tell me what but like because yeah, no, that's totally different because if you ask directly it's you putting someone on the spot of like hot potato you go now yeah where i try to just be like at any point during this, if you have any opinions about this, like, please let me know because I want to know. That is a great way to frame it. And actually even like just saying that sentence and then being like, and it goes like, like, um, like, uh, like I want this to go both ways. Like, like, yeah. you know, uh, like I would like this to, I would also like to feel comfortable to say the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a that's fucking killer. I, yeah, baby. I love that. I'm bring that is that's gonna change my sex game. I think so. I think we all need just just to find the perfect way to frame things yes. so they just work. The other thing, and I saw it from like um, it's an interesting thing. I saw that's like more directed to like sexual. Um, is this girl was like doing I think like in a porn site, but she had this lovely thing of like how to like. Uh, masturbate like a woman or like how to like all this sort of things mm -hmm. of, and she had this really awesome concept in of like ask a woman to put her hand over your hand yes and show you which was like i might be like a, a thing i didn't like i hadn't considered it that way mm -hmm, mm -hmm, where mm -hmm. it's like yeah position your hand like your hand on top of mine yeah and show me like how it works for you yeah which is like a brilliant thing of like you're still connecting totally and, and i just like finding things like that where you like yeah. yeah like like for example that's something that i like i think that's often what uh, i think in my early days i would actually in my early days <laughs> In my twenties, maybe I would like, like you, try to help by putting my hand. Early days sounds like you're talking about your career. It's yeah, like, like what the fuck? In my early career. days of working with my vagina. Yes, but really, <laughs> I would do that. But like, yeah, I've got. I've, I feel like I've got. I've got such a an unexamined history of trauma around asking for things or directing yeah. and then it being received so badly. And it's such a, it's quite deep. I think it goes a lot deeper than, you know. Yeah, it's fair. Yeah. It's fair though. Cause, cause if I think if at any point you get any sort of pushback mm. or slight shame mm -hmm. about wanting something, yeah. in bed and being in a or very vulnerable position. how you communicated position. it. Like, yeah. oh, like you're like fucking bussy or you're, you know, oh, yeah. like, and it's like, what the hell am I supposed, or they feel, you know, and it's the whole thing of mm, the other person feeling criticized. Oh, yeah. And it's just like, can it, we remove the criticism and just like, when someone suggests you do it in this way, it doesn't mean that what you've just done is bad. It just means that that's going to be better for them. And that's a hilarious thing. Okay. And the, the ridiculous thing with trauma is that like you saying that is incredibly hard to people that are healthy about their sexuality. Mm. But then some men take it personally. So then they get defensive. Yes. So their reaction is I need to somehow offend my way back because all mm -hmm. my insecurities are based on the fact that maybe I don't fuck that well Completely. because me and all the boys talk about who fucks better so now this girl is being you know like yeah, it yeah, comes yeah. from a, such a shallow place but yeah. then can fuck you up yeah 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 absolutely ah uh, but, but I like that they please feel free at any time to give me direction yeah that is I good. think that's a good yeah that's yeah, really yeah. good that's really good I love that okay we're keeping that I wish should we yeah, end this that's how we're gonna end okay. it yes um plug stuff yeah um you guys hi um 
you can follow me. I have like a, the lazy eye on Instagram and Facebook and all that stuff. It's the double underscore lazy eye. Uh, I have a couple of uh, podcasts and upload a bunch of stand up. Um, yeah. So yeah, follow that. And yeah, thanks for yeah listening <laughs> it's been so much fun Paris fucking thanks Anna for fucking having me it's oh very God. impromptu we talked about it last night on a couple of beers oh a couple of beers a that's couple a, that's it that's generous yeah or not the opposite conservative um it's been so much fun I've had so much fun yeah thanks, as always thanks for having me let's go and party for May Day oh my God yes, yes. yes. now we can do it now we can yeah. do it alright that's been Adults Only Comedy Berlin thank you so much and good night goodbye good night babes woo